0: Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hi, I'm Lori. As you know, compulsive overeater, as you also know. Um, I'm kind of all over the map. Right before I turned on the computer, I found two more ticks on my tick magnet of a dog, Rusty, <laughs> after a walk in Tilden. So I'm a little discombobulated, but anyway, I'm discombobulated usually anyway. Um, I don't like writing things down. I like um, spontaneous shares and spontaneous podcasts. So let me let me try to be coherent here, but I might be skipping over skipping back and forth, I just the main thing I want to initially say is that I am not an authority on this program, and anyone listening to me or newcomers, this is just it's my story, it's how I work the program, it's my uh, eating plan, it's my abstinence. Um, we are all different here. We're all, we're all connected and we're all different, which is to me, the beauty of this program. No one is following this program exactly the same way. And um, so given that, take what you want and leave the rest. It was that phrase that allowed me to be in these rooms in the first place. I'm not a joiner, you know, that means I don't join uh, institutions or I don't follow hook, line and sinker. Um, That's just not me. I take what I want and I leave the rest. But lo and behold, I entered these rooms in 1995 and I've never left, which is really, truly amazing. And I hope that I will be here until the end of my days. (laughs) And that's because I get so much out of this program. I love this program. That's basically what I have to say. So newcomers, stick with it. And I think primarily I learn, and here I am skipping all over, not what I intended to say, but primarily I learn from all of you. And um, that's the beauty of this program to me, is that we're not doing it alone. That distinguishes it from other, from diet plans, that and other things, but that's one of the main things that distinguishes it from diet plans where you're kind of going at it alone. And that's not what this program is about. Um, I'm going to skip to I've shared about a month ago in the there's a newish podcast of uh, secular overeaters that's part of this program and it has its own podcast and I have to say I this is my home meeting I came into these rooms this room um, well St. John's um, in 1995 and I'll go back to that but um uh the, sec- the so-called secular movement in this program, I think, was relatively new, whatever. And then I've started to go to a lot of secular meetings, which I love. But I have to say, what I don't love is the division between the secular and non-secular. I personally feel for me that take what you want and leave the rest is, is good enough for me. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in a higher power. I don't, no, let me rephrase that. I don't use that, I don't comfortably use that term. And I don't comfortably use, um, I don't comfortably act um, as if anymore, I used to. And I'll tell you why. I looked up before my last share about a month ago, I looked up the meaning of spiritual, the meaning of secular, and these were very useful to me. So I consider this a very spiritual person, program. I can't say that I am a spiritual person without feeling embarrassed because to me, that's a journey. It's not a definition of who I am. And the journey is, my journey is through this program as well as other, other journeys, of course. But okay, so I have a couple of definitions. Being a spiritual person is synonymous with being a person who is whose highest priority is to be loving to yourself and others. A spiritual person cares about people, animals, yes, and the planet. A spiritual person knows that we are all one and consciously attempts to honor this oneness. And to me, this program is about that. So, you know, if I were to rewrite this, the, the, the 12 steps and stuff, it would it would be about spirituality and, and the, the journey of this, because it is a journey. It's not, you don't get to the end of this, unless you're maybe Buddha whatever, or Christ or whatever, whoever you believe in. But um, another, excuse me, another definition is in general, spirituality includes a sense of connection to something bigger than ourselves. And and this is not a 12-step definition. This is, I forget where I got this off the web, but, um, and it typically involves a search for meaning in life. People may describe a spiritual experience as sacred or transcendent, or simply a deep sense of aliveness and interconnectedness. And that's what this program is entirely about for me. And to me, this is why this program works. I definitely suffer from terminal uniqueness, um, isolation, uh, feeling not good enough. And so these definitions that I just read are what this program is about to me. You know, eating plans, all of them, they say, you know, drink eight cups of water a day, eat, you know, the the, the pyramid thing and the what's on your plates and stuff. And every time I have tried something like that, it backfires, diets don't work for me. Diets do not work. What works is, what what makes this program spiritual or meaningful or what works for me in this program is that this program is about finding out why we eat and giving us tools to change that it's not just taking away the food because there we go right back into the food again because there's nothing that replaces it so the tools give us ways to replace what the food has done for us. And to me, that's the big difference between this and a diet plan. And that's how I'm using the program today. As I said, I've been in this program since 1995 and I've I've changed. I've gone through all types of abstinences, um, sponsors, sponsees, and um, okay, so then this word secular because there's a big secular movement and I'm part of that as well, but I also love a big book meeting because I take what I want and I leave the rest. So that's just me, Um, I'm all over the map when it comes to this program. I I take a little bit from here, a little bit from there and that's what works for me. So secularity is also uh, the state of being unrelated or neutral in regards to religion and irreligion. Anything that does not have an explicit reference to religion, either negatively or positively may be considered secular. And this is not a religious program, it's a spiritual program. And there's there's the difference to me. So those of us who are not religious, I grew up uh, reform Jewish. I grew up um, going to all the way through, you know, kindergarten through, uh, through, the end of high school in, in a school that believed in secular humanism. And that, that is human beings are capable of being ethical and moral without religion or a belief in de- uh, in, or a belief in a deity. That's me. It does not assume that humans are either inherently good or evil, does not present humans as being superior to nature. That's also me. So to me, that's also this program, because if we're not integrated with the natural world, where are we, as we know? Die <laughs> anyway, so um, that's in a general way how I use this. I love to allow me in here, as well as people who believe in Jesus Christ, people who believe in Buddha, people who are atheists. I guess I would call myself an atheist or an agnostic. I think agnostic doesn't matter. Um, to me, what matters is how we use this program. And and one of the main things that, the wonderfulness of this program is that, and which is to me, a spiritual undertaking, is that this program asks us to look at our part of how we suffer because I have suffered in my life a lot. And it feels funny to say that because I come from quite a privileged background and um, not in terms of we weren't wealthy, but just in terms of, you know, I didn't have a broken home. 10 minutes. Thanks, wow. I, I, um, I never, um, but I never felt loved, which was weird. Um, I suffer from compared despair. I rely on this program to get over these feelings of inadequacy, of not belonging, of you know all these things. And, and it works because of all of you, because of these meetings. I came into these rooms. Um, I've been about, I've maintained a healthy body weight for many years. I'm not someone who counts days of abstinence or months or years, I don't count I don't count, (laughs) but I know that I used to be about 40 pounds heavier than I am now, which was not pretty on a very small boned, small framed five foot three person. Not a pretty picture. If I had pictures, I have passed them around in the rooms, but can't do it here, but I I could, but I'm not, don't feel like bothering with the technology. Anyway, um, and, I was 12-stepped into these rooms by a friend of mine who said, Lori, just do one thing and take what you want and leave the rest. And I gave up sugar um, for about 11 years of absolutely no sugar. And and I can't say that that's true today, but that's okay with me. Because what I am working on now, still maintaining a healthy body weight, is not beating myself up. And I have so many messages that I'm not okay. And I think I share that with a lot of us. I have a lot of messages that that says that I'm not good enough. I'm not okay. I'm not doing it right, da, 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 all that stuff. So if I, for example, I just went on a vacation for two weeks with my sister brother-in-law partner um, to the South, it was hard to eat in the way that I eat at home, impossible. In fact, there were other issues um, ate much bigger dinners than I normally eat. Um, I'm not someone who takes Tupperware with me everywhere, though I do always carry a Tupperware when I travel, but it's not like I take it everywhere. Um, and my eating is not, I did not binge. I did not eat out of, out of any cartons, boxes or, or bags. Um, and I just said to myself, simply resume. And that's what it is. I didn't binge, that's my bottom line now. That's my abstinence now, then. no binging. Okay. And I've done, I've, I've, I have to say I have done everything that this disease gives us. I have, I'm basically a binge eater, but I've also thrown up in my late teens and early twenties. I actually threw up with other people and friends. I mean, it was like, sort of like really bizarre. We'd be house cleaning other people's houses and go through their cupboards, and then she'd go into one toilet and I go, it was actually three of us. <laughs> and anyway, terrible. I've restricted. I've used to go on long fasts. This is way back. Um, I've never been a good dieter, but I've never been an exercise bulimic. What do you know? Exercise is the last thing to come for me. I do, I do walk a lot and I am a very active person, but I've never been an exercise bulimic. But just to say, I've been all over the map with this disease. Mainly I'm a binge eater. Um, and this program helps me to not binge on a daily basis. It really, really, really does. And I've maintained a healthy body weight. I'd say 95% of the time I eat health, very um, have a very healthy eating Um, 5% of the time I don't. And that's just the way it is. I went to uh, my, some people say, you know, their cravings are gone. They never, no longer, that's not me. I went to Costco the other day and there was a woman uh, next to me that, was wheeling a huge, huge uh, cart of, I hate to make—what brownie brittle, whatever the hell that is, never had it, big bags. And I tell you, my whole body was hyperventilating. It was exactly, I've never had heroin personally, but it felt like that. Oh my God, she was in the line next to me. I came in in 1995, I am still, that's still me. It will always be me. This program on a, gives me a daily reprieve from then racing out of my line and getting, getting that bag of brownie brittle, whatever the hell that is. So um, that's what this program does for me. And um, okay, I work the steps. I have a sponsor. Um, I go to meetings, thanks. I go to meetings. Um, I love meetings. I, um, God, I'm forgetting what I do. I listen to podcasts. That's a little bit why I'm nervous today because podcasts are so important to me. I listen to hundreds of podcasts and I realized the other day why I love the podcast so much because it's about connection and back to the spiritual part of this program, the connectedness. Podcasts give me a connection to other people. When I'm by myself in my bed or whatever, and I'm, I suffer a little bit from anxiety and depression, and feeling connected to someone else is really the antidote for that for me. So um, I love the podcast. Writing is my least favorite tool. I have a history with that, why that's true, not even important. But I do write because my sponsor asked me to write. So I do. I suffer through it. Um, And also the If I were to choose one step in this program, and I don't think I have to choose one step, but if I were to say what is the most beautiful part of this program, because you have to work all the steps to get there, is step 10. Because we are evaluating how we are in the world. I'm used to feeling like a victim. I still can resort to that very easily. And or terminally unique victim, whatever you want to call it. And, um, you know, seeing my part in it, and then going back to my life and seeing my part in relationships that haven't worked for me or interactions that haven't worked for me or jobs that haven't worked for me, and seeing my part and making amends. And it doesn't have to be written, I don't write. Um, I'm sorry to say some, and again, take what take what you want and leave the rest in terms of my share. But this program works for me because here I am, so many years later, still loving the program, still loving so many of you. And those of you I don't know, I, I would love to get to know you more. Um, you know, I go to secular meetings. I go to, I like my big book meeting when I go. It's been a long time. I love this meeting. This is my home meeting. And um, there's just tons more I could say, but I guess that's... Uh, Oh, service, I love doing service. I try to have some kind of a service at at all times. And uh, yeah, I work the steps and I just encourage you to find your own path, that it's okay if you feel like you're different from everyone else in this program, that's okay because we're all different. We don't have to believe the same things. We don't have to even say the same words all the time. We can make them our own. This program allows for that. That's the beauty of this program. So I'll end with that. Thanks you all for being here.